filled with technicolor. That old black and white world that you've been living in, man, should have had those beautiful orange complexions that you see on that technicolor screen. I mean, you know. You know how that, that, that foliage, that, that the, those green things that grow, when you go into the movies and you see it in technicolor, they are green. I mean, green. When you see that sky, it is blue. Blue. Not like the sky you live under. Oh, no. And when you see those castles in Spain in those technicolor, they are pink. Not miserable and dirty like the castles in Spain that you're living in out in Queens. Lift that mental depression, friend. Deprol will do it. It'll make your world just be full of technicolor. And then we go on to say his final remark is problems are then approached in their true perspective. As uh, problems are always approached in their true perspective in anything that's done in technicolor. Yes, sir, that's my baby. No, sir, don't mean maybe. And so all the way out in Salt Lake City, a guy's hearing echoes. New drug ends mental despair. So don't worry about it, friend. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. I mean, really. Just take the pill. It's going to be all right. And this is all part of the dream, by the way. You, you, you're aware of this, aren't you? That, that for thousands of years, man has been looking for the panacea that you can take in 30 seconds. And it'll cure it all. It will cure the whole thing. I mean, all these little doubts and fears and these skulking little bits of, of dark suspicion that lurk in the privet hedges of the mind. It'll be all cured. Just take that pill. This is what the alchemists were working on, you know. A lot of lead around and not enough gold. Got to get that pot going. Got to get frying there. Get it moving. And, and then, then on the other hand, you know, you look at this little note, which is a, a very amusing. I think this is a beautiful piece of humor writing. And then you turn right around, and there's a note. Did you get, did you read this one? I just got it. Let me look at this. I'm never I'm never able to. Of course, uh, you don't want to talk about Mother's Day. <laughs> uh, here, here we go. Here. Oh, this is one. Another little note that uh, occasionally the truth comes whipping out of that darkness. I quote: This one is from the New York. No, from the Evening Bulletin. I read the Evening Bulletin. I don't know where the evening bulletin is, but I presume there's an evening bulletin somewhere. This is Philadelphia. Oh, yes, they would know about bleakness. The evening bulletin has a little note that says, Eighty turtles in race, but disaster is faster. I quote, Disaster won the University of Detroit's annual international intercollegiate turtle derby yesterday. Disaster beat out 80 turtles from, among other places, Heidelberg and Oxford. The main event went off without a hitch. Earlier, however, a 12-inch snapping turtle entered in another event had to be disqualified. The snapper ate one of his opponents and then bit the chief steward before being led back to his pen. <laughs> he was not going to. He was not going to knuckle down to any of this ridiculous stuff like racing for a for. A, you see, man is constantly racing for an invisible finish line, whereas turtles don't know about this. And we are really racing for that, that, that ephemeral thing that we call success. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Success! Woo! I made it. Whew, slid under the wire and cloud of dust five minutes before I developed the pip. I mean, but uh, <laughs> being tagged out at home there. But we have, we have originated, I think we're the only creature in the world. There is no other creature that has a concept of success. They all have perhaps a concept of survival, but we have a concept of success. 
which, which somehow a man can either live a successful life or a non-successful life. Now, I, I, I propose a question. Does a man who lives, let's say, 62 years and dies at the age of 62 with $12 million in the sock, has his life been more successful than one, than one who lives 84 years but who dies with only three empty beer bottles next to him? Who has lived the most successful life? I mean, how are you going to judge? Is it, is it for how long you live? <laughs> Who knows? But we have invented this this non-thing, this invisible thing that we're running. We're going, we're running, 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 and, and and we're leaping. Like the other day, I'm reading a, I'm reading a, a profile, and I use that word in great quotes of one of the current caustic, quote, sick comedians. And the implication was that his stuff was better than the other guys who were being funny, because he earned more. It said in the second paragraph, it is interesting to note that this particular comedian earns $500,000 a year. <laughs> and and it's, uh, the, the implication in the rest of the paragraph is this obviously shows that his stuff is better. Well, that's a, that's a questionable thesis. Again, uh, you see, we've placed the, the idea of success on the, on the amount of dough that the guy makes. And I can't help but think of that 12-inch snapping turtle. Is he a successful turtle or not? Well, I can tell you this, that, the, that he's more successful than the one he ate, quite obviously. And he was led back to his pen after biting a keeper. Now, this other disaster-type turtle, the one who won, his name is Disaster, significantly enough, he beat all the other turtles to the finishing race, to the end there, you know. He, he, he crossed that line there. Well, now, I don't know whether or not, you see, the, the whole article, though, was about the one who bit the keeper. Now, who got the most promotion here? I mean, if you're going to judge it on that basis. Uh, on the other hand, did he get as much satisfaction out of winning the race as this 12-inch snapper got out of biting the keeper? Well, that's hard to tell. You see, we don't have, we don't have snapping turtle mores. Although it is there, we have some reason to believe that this snapping turtle cuts a wide swath in his crowd. The one who didn't win, remember so you, know, you, you can't help but admire snapping turtles, in a way, the 12-inch type. Speaking of snapping turtles, there was another note in, in the same paper, <laughs> in the evening bulletin. Let me read this one to you. This is our 12-inch snapping turtle of the human race. It says, competitors charge Hess with assault. I read this just the way it is. Max Hess, a prominent merchant in Allentown, Pennsylvania, was held on a $1,500 bail charge today on the charges that he assaulted the manager and buyer of a competitive store after checking the alleged victim's checking prices in the Hess Brothers department store here. He spotted them checking his prices. Mr. Hess was arrested on a warrant sworn out by Russell Snyder, manager of a rival department store, and Henry Camper, a buyer for the same firm. 